we can just jump into it. Appreciate you for uh, for joining me today. Um, so first and foremost, I guess for the people that don't know who you are, like talk a little bit about who Kanan Severin is. Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Kanan Severin. I'm from right outside Boston, um, Marlboro, Massachusetts. Went to high school out here, went to prep school out here. Um, then went down to, to UVA. Coach London convinced me it didn't get, didn't get cold in, uh, in Virginia, so <laughs> down there. Um, but yeah, man, uh, played, played UVA, was captain there, really found my niche, niche there. I think that really developed into who I, I wanted to be and um, got a chance to play in the NFL for three years uh, for two great organizations, Steelers and the Giants, and then um, now in, in, the, uh, in the corporate world, you know, so trying to find my way there, so. And then also um, write, wrote and directed my first film um, in uh, February. Okay. Beginning of February. So trying to turn over, I'm someone who's trying to turn over as many leaves, many rocks as I can to to uh, put myself in a, a happy space, a happy, peaceful space, man, and be proud of myself, bro. Cool. Well, that's, I'm, I'm glad you're here because, you know, the, the reason why I kind of started this whole thing up is, you know, a lot of times you get advice from people that have the big cars, the people that have the big houses and, you know, have the diamond ring and stuff like that on their finger. So, yeah, it's cool and all, but, like, I, I want to hear from people like you, right, who have done great things, you know, been on ESPN, made huge plays, made to the NFL, writing films. So, I mean, let's just take it back to the very beginning. So, you grew up out there in Massachusetts, uh, high school, prep school out there. When did you know that, like, playing college football was, like, what you wanted to do? Man, I didn't know that probably until, um, I'll probably say the end of my sophomore year. Okay. I always thought I was a, it was, it was, it was always hoops first for me. Um, high school basketball, when I was a freshman, I was ranked uh, pretty high in the state and pretty high across New England, so across six states. And in that list, and on my AU basketball team, we had, you know, Mike Carter Williams, who was rookie of the year. You know, one of our rivals, AAU, was Andre Drummond. Okay. Um, we had dudes that went to Duke on my AAU team, uh, Arizona. Um, so, like, I thought I was in that. I thought that was my, my deal. I thought, I thought that was going to be my thing. Um, I went to public school during that time, like, when my stock was rising for, for basketball. But when... I started when I went to this prep school my sophomore year. We would face like JV teams. We would face uh, college JV teams. College. Oh, okay, not not high school JV. So you're talking yeah. about grown men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I was 16. We're facing like night, uh, you know, 19, 20 year olds. Yeah. In my first game, uh, we faced this school, uh, Mass Maritime. It's like a, like a naval school um, over on the water over here, and I had like 180 yards, two touchdowns. Two point conversion, um, like eleven catches, an interception. Oh, so just balling everything. That was my, that was my first <laughs> balling, and that was my first game at this new school. Okay. And my football coach was like, "Hey, man, you know, I I haven't seen you play put, uh, basketball here. I haven't seen you play basketball here. I know you're ranked highly in basketball, but after this performance, like football might be your ticket, guy. Because right. not you're not six six, you're not six eight, like." You know, he's like, I've seen you shoot a couple of times. I don't think you're shooting like, like Steph Curry out here. So. <laughs> you know, so that was the first time I was like, dang, maybe that's the, 
maybe that is the is the wave. And um, I started to get a lot a lot more recognition uh, in high school with, with football. So that I definitely it was clear that I think the biggest visit I probably went on was uh, basketball. I was a sophomore. We visited Providence. Um, you know, call it a visit. You know, went to a game. Someone, you know, went to a game, you know, at, you know, through Providence recruiting, right. but then uh, I started getting way more bigger offers for, for football. So that was that was the path and just rolled with it, man. Cool. So you committed to UVA, played for my yeah. pop. So you went from being yeah. the man in high school, playing with, you know, future NBA stars, 180 yards mm-hmm. your first game. You get to college. When you mm-hmm. when you got to college, when like your freshman and sophomore year, I think you were hurt a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you were getting much playing time. Like, how did you kind of mm-hmm. – transition from being the guy to like not I guess not being the guy you know yeah for sure um yeah that was an interesting transition bro because with the rankings in high school football I was like a top 10 athlete out of Massachusetts in the country I was one of the, the like one of the best players in in the in the northeast in high school but then going down to Virginia like it's almost like that meant nothing I, I feel for me um and like, like other people looking at me, it was nothing because, bro, like, if I say, yeah, man, I got, I'm nice, I'm up in Boston, they're like, bro, like, bro, we got Bayside down here, we got Ocean Lakes, we got Oscar Smith, bro, yeah, we don't yeah. care about no Boston football, like, y'all don't even play football up there, you know, so I think it was, uh, I think that was, that was tough to, to kind of overcome a little bit, um, really had to, like, really had to prove myself even more, I feel, um, which in the long run was good. And initially, I think being that far from home was tough. I think a lot of people, when, you know, when you're in high school, people are always talking, man, I want to go D1. I'm trying to go D1. Dang, bro, that first month of of uh, being at UVA, bro, 6 a.m. workouts, yep. after workouts, you got, uh, you know, 6 to 8, you work out. From 8.30 to 10, you got study hall. From 11 to 3 p.m., you got class. From 4 to 6, you come back and you do uh, another study hall. After that, you got tutoring. After that, you got, you know, in, you know install. Very structured, study. yeah. You you and football study. on top of that, right? And, and football. And this yeah. is just like in the off-season, too. This is, this is in the summer when you first get there. You know, so I think that was a lot. I think, you know, maybe other people feel, felt this, but I was, uh, it was like a bang, bro. Like, do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, Am I good enough to do this? Like, kind of questioning, like, am I good enough? Can I do this? And you said my first my first year I had one catch for three yards. That spring, after that season, that spring, I broke my hand. I'm out for two months. Couldn't sweat for two months. Couldn't um, sweat for two months? Couldn't sweat, bro. Well, what type of injury what, what type of injury was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the cast. Oh, you had the cast or the thing I, on I your hand. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. A plate and seven screws in there. And, um, yeah, so I had a cast. So I, couldn't, I couldn't sweat. And I ended up gaining a lot of weight. And I'm a, I'm a freshman in college. I'm a first year. You know, I'm, I'm late night on the corners, Gus Burgers, Christian Pizza. Yeah. You know, good, good time Charlie type situation. And uh, and all that caught up to me, man. And that trickled over to my next year, um, my second year. And now I'm overweight. Now I, I'm not in shape. Now, um, you know, uh, I think your dad would always say, like, make sure you're in the facility, make sure you do what you got to do. Because when people don't 
When people don't see you, especially when you're injured, people don't see you. They forget about you, bro. Like you want to make sure people are always on the on the forefront of your mind. Right. And that and that's like being present, being there, asking questions. And uh, that's not what I was doing. So by the time my second year came, I was bottom of the barrel. I think spring ball going into my third year, I was like the ninth receiver on, on, the, the, on the roster, bro. I'm, I'm down and out. And I'm kind of woe is me. Now I'm getting into uh, the people that you are, I'm around. I'm with, the, I'm with the other people at the bottom barrel. And now we're making up excuses. Oh, yeah, man, they're, they're playing us, man. Like, we shouldn't. You know, you know, we should be playing. I don't know why they're playing this dude. Like Co- Coach London can't coach. You calling yeah, timeouts the wrong yeah. time. Yeah, what's up London's fault? <laughs> I was gonna play. What's wrong with him? You know, so I think once I even now I, you know, so now I'm starting to realize I gotta change the the environment I'm, I'm in, like with the the people I'm I'm talking to, people I'm hanging with, because that's doing nothing. Just talking about it, right? right. Like, what are we doing to really uh, to become a starter, become a leader? You know what I'm saying? So you you mentioned that. You know, when you got to UVA, you know, all the, the practice and the study halls and stuff like that, yeah. started to question, you know, do I belong? Or, like, is yeah. this for me? Talk a little bit more about kind of, like, your mental mind state throughout that period and how you overcame those obstacles. I, th- I feel like a lot of people, when they get to a new job or they, they start a new career and it doesn't go their way right away, they start to yeah. question if it's them, right? So how, how did you deal with that and, and kind of help you how did you help yourself, right, get through that? Yeah, man. Um, when I first got there, yeah, it was – I was like kind of in my head, man. And, you know, another thing, football isn't as big in, in Massachusetts as it is in Virginia. So I'm in this environment now where um, I'm, I'm legit kind of questioning myself, like, damn, do I belong? Am I, am I capable? Like, am I enough to, to do this? Uh I think maybe at that point it just becomes like, well, of course you are, or else they wouldn't, have, or else Coach London wouldn't have brought you here. Of course you are, or else Coach Reed wouldn't have said, "Man, you can play receiver in the ACC." Coach London was the first person to offer me a scholarship at wide receiver. Everyone else thought I was too slow. I'm not uh, fast twitch enough. Um, I can't make big plays on the field. Not against Miami. Not against Florida State. Right. You know, it's like no one's no one's believing in me like that. So. Uh, I think it's just like that belief in yourself and belief that like, damn, someone really took a chance on me that I could do it. Uh, if someone else believes in me, I know I know I can I can really make that happen. So, um, yeah, I think just like that belief in yourself, bro, and that like you're enough, you're capable, and like don't don't even question it too much. Just go and act. Cool. And then, so you know, going into your junior year, things mm-hmm. weren't really looking up, but then all of a sudden. It's a Saturday night, Scott Stadium, playing mm-hmm. against Miami Hurricanes. And yeah. the world was put on notice that night of who Kane and Seven was. I'm sure in the we'll throw up the video, you know, how to know the YouTubers, the TikTokers. I'm gonna put the video up here or something <laughs> like that so they can see it. But you made a crazy play. Of UVA. Eighth play of this drive here. Third and ten. Here's a shot. Oh, what an effort! Kanan Severin, one hand stabs it. Fly paper, baby, how about that? That's pretty good. That is pretty, pretty good. Some sticky gloves right there. And You were all over ESPN. The, the articles were talking about you, people posting Instagrams, like, hello, Kanan Severin, welcome to the world. Talk about going from having a hurt hand, from being overweight to having one catch for three yards. 
to being on ESPN? What was what was that like for you? Yeah, man. Um, that right there is probably a probably a an example of like the finished product of a whole lot of daily deposits. You know, one percent, little by little, just slowly getting better, slowly getting better. And that was like a finished product of like uh, a, a visual of oh damn, this is actually really working. All these things I'm sacrificing, all these things I'm um, simply uh, not doing because it's not in alignment with like where I want to go. Like it's like this is like a, maybe the first visual on a big stage too, right? right? Like um, I think now that I think making this change from being overweight and you know not like not playing all that stuff, it really stemmed down to okay. What I want to do, what I want to be, because at that time, like my career was halfway over. Right. Like I played two years. I played as a true freshman, so I only have two more seasons left. Okay, how do I want this thing to play out? I remember where I was, bro. I, it was December of like 2013. We just finished up the season, and I'm on the couch. I'm like, yeah, I gotta get a plan. I gotta write a plan. I'm the ninth receiver at this time, bro. So it's almost like kind of crazy of like, you know, maybe if someone sees this, they'll be like, oh. Who do you think you, who do you think you, come on, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Right. I'm writing down, okay, I want to be a starter. I want to be a captain. This year, I want to have 35 plus catches. Okay, that's what I want to do. Okay, how am I going to do it? I'm going to meet with Randy Bird. He's a nutritionist. I need to lose weight. I'm 20 pounds overweight. Okay, I need to, I need to lose weight. Meet with Randy Bird. We get it on a nutrition plan. I start eating chick, um, uh, chicken breast. Brown rice, spinach leaves, like religiously. That's what we're gonna eat because that's what it's gonna take for me to right. to lose the weight. Because if I lose the weight, I can be in superior shape. If I can be in superior shape, I might be able to play this year. I might if I outwork these people, I'm already behind. I can outwork them uh, and be in in, uh, in in better shape. Um, how am I gonna do it? I'm gonna know every single play, every single formation. How am I going to learn that? I'm going to meet with the quarterbacks, Grayson Lambert, David Wofford, Matt Johns. Great guys, great guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shout out all, all three of them. And um, that was the first time I understood. I'll say Dave Wofford, Dave Wofford was the first person that really, like, explained getting on the board, explained formations, explained all this stuff, like the concept of the plays. Before, from that point, I only knew my route on a play, right? Uh Twins, twins, right? Aggie, wide special, you know, zero forty-eight. I only know I have the eight. Right. He's breaking down the whole thing to me, the whole play. Um, and once I got on that, it's like, and now I have a strategic plan, a game plan of how, of how I'm going to make this happen. Uh, that gave me the opportunity to, to go like to go chase it because I'm like, damn, like, what's the what's the alternative? The alternative is. I had one catch my first year, two uh, five catches my second year, and now this is how people remember me. <laughs> like that's how people know me right. now. Thank these catches, and I, I've told this story before, but like I said, that Miami catch, the one-handed catch, was it was like a, it was a build-up, bro. Because my first year, I dropped a catch against my. I don't know if you remember Jake McGee caught a uh, like a game-winning touchdown yeah. in the back of the end. Oh, then he got his toes in. He got his toes yeah, in. Yeah, toes, okay. yeah, he got his toes in. Yo, he caught that touchdown. The next play, we, we went, went for, for two, two, right? We went for two, and Rocco threw the ball to me, bro. And I dropped it in the back of the end zone. Drop. 
I was so sick, man. The, the everyone stormed the field. I, I like I walked in the locker room. I was just so like and it was like embarrassed. I always looked at dropping the ball as embarrassing. So I'm like, man, this is terrible. And I think to have that happen, then to make this plan of how I'm gonna battle my way to the top somehow, even being the ninth, eighth, ninth receiver, and then making that you know that catch on on Saturday night, that one-handed catch. Uh, I, I think like that's just a testament of just like blind belief, bro. Like faith, right? Belief without sight of just like maybe, maybe I could be all ACC. Maybe I could be a captain. Shoot, maybe, maybe like just, just maybe. Like, that's all I really, that's all I really needed. And I think that's all we really, we really need as people. Just like that small belief. So it was kind of not, not a lot of people knew that side of the story of like everything that came to be, like to, you know, to make that catch. Right. And then leading up to the catch, man, that night, bro, that was a uh, that night that day was like a nothing was like a like a Drake type. You know, nothing was the same. Nothing was a, nothing was the same. <laughs> nothing was the same after that, man. I, like uh, you know, Sports Center top ten, as you know, as you know, and, um, and I think one of the biggest things for me is just as a competitor, like we were down like when I, when that catch happened. I think we were losing seven to three. So not only did that help us take the lead and we won the game, so, um, but a lot went into that moment for sure. It was just like that, like I said, that kind of delusional belief of, dang, maybe this could happen. Like It's a long shot, but let's just keep on going. Let's see what happens. And I, I think, I think my last thing I'll say with that is it's similar to like the bamboo story, right? If someone waters bamboo for one year, two years, three years, four years, like they don't see anything, bro. Like on the surface, that you can make a water every day, plant the seeds, water for four years, don't say anything. Like for like five years of watering the bamboo, that's when you start seeing like six feet of bamboo pop up. And then in like six weeks, there's, you know, bamboos like 60 feet high, like all over the size of a football field. Like, but what we didn't see in those four years was that the roots were spreading. And like, you you were growing and like there was development. We just couldn't see it visually. And that, like, uh, that catch was, yeah, that was on a on a big stage of like, damn, okay, like it's visual. I see it. I'm, I, I can, I can do it. And you talked about all the things that you wanted to accomplish. You know, starter, the, the catches, and all this. You did all those things, right? You, mm-hmm. you were the captain of the. You led the team, right? You, you, you were a huge part in building the culture, which is obviously a very hard thing to do. Uh, in any locker room, you did that, right? You, you're one of the greatest receivers mm-hmm. in. UVA football history, like the, your name is in the books. So you know, you, through like just hearing you, you talked a lot about writing stuff down or like visualizing it. Talk a little bit more more about that and like the the how you've seen that work for you. Because me personally, I've never sat down and kind of what you've done is write things down and try to see it through. Talk a little bit about like what that's done for you. Yeah, man, and I, I appreciate those words and. um that's a good question, bro. Writing them down. I think at that stage in the game in my life, I was coming off, uh, right, there's a, there's a stat. You're 75% more likely to achieve something if you write it down. Okay. And that's just something that I believed. That's something that I said, man, like, I don't know, man, it's a lot harder to, to move somewhere if you know where you're going. Like, if you don't know where you're going, you might end up somewhere you don't want to be. So I just thought, man, let me write this down. Let me know exactly what the goal is. Um, 
man, I remember even writing those goals down and legit, like, <laughs> I, I've had someone, I've had those goals on my wall. Someone come in my room and, and laugh and laugh, bro. <laughs> like, and laugh, you know, um, but when it happened, it wasn't funny. You know, it was like, damn, this dude is serious. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, I, I think just writing, you know, writing it down and, and as well as like, yeah, shoot, you know, I got my journal right here. You know, I still write all the time. Um, not only my goals and what I want to accomplish, but, but, you know, you talk to yourself the most out of anyone. Like you talk to yourself and uh, like who, who you talk to the most is yourself. Right. That voice in your head. What's in your head. There's so many things in our mind. I, I, like for me, it's been a, it's been therapeutic to write it down. Like to just to write down my thoughts of like just the, the journey of like the journey of what I want to accomplish or what I want to go through and um, how, like how it's going, how the journey is going, what has been up, what has been down, you know? So just like writing my goals down has always, I've learned, I think, especially at that time, uh, just help me like stay aligned with what I want to really accomplish. Awesome. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the 75% stat. I mean, that's great advice. You know, I think that's, that's something that, you know, I'm definitely going to try to take with me. Um, so after your catch, right, you're on top now. So you, you, everyone knows who you are and now it's your junior year, right? You're, so you're almost done with school at this point. Are you thinking NFL is like, well, this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be an NFL receiver for the rest of my life. Like where was your mind at after that point of how your career was going to go? Yeah, man. Uh, I'll say I was fortunate to have a coach like coach London um, and a position coach like coach Hagens because they really pushed me to like, okay, you made that catch. And yo, that shit was dope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> you know, oh damn, my, no, no, no swearing on the on the platform, huh? Like, oh no, you good, you good, you good. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, but uh, like, yo, that was cool, that was dope. But like, yo, can you do it again? Can you do it again so when when we face Virginia Tech? When you when we face Florida State? And now they know the ball's coming to you. So it's almost like uh, they didn't let me get comfortable, didn't let me get content with that. I'm like, man, of like, let's see, who's coming out that year? I don't even know the other wide receivers. But like, uh, you, know, for, you know, for example, like, yo, dang, Juju's doing that. He does that. That's routine for him. Right. You know, Mike Williams down at Clemson, yeah, this is what he does all the time. Like, so we're not really too impressed. We've seen that before. Coach, and like Coach Higgins, he's like, Hey, that was cool, and that was pretty good, but I was pretty good too. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so like, like, so you're not really impressing me, you know, Coach Coach London. You know, he's he's coach he's coached plenty of first rounders. Like this is this isn't new to him, <laughs> you, you know. So it was it was uh, it wasn't I want to say like humbling. It was like it, having people like that that have seen it and they know what it looks like was very like. Bro, like, hey, you're in the right, you're in the right space. You're in, the, you're going in the right direction. But now, like, I want to see you. Like I said, just keep going. Like, don't stop. Like, don't put your, don't take your foot off the gas. Type situation. I think that really helped me, um, because, like you're saying, if I wanted to get to that next level, it's gonna, it's gonna take that type of, those type of plays. Like Coach Higgins would always be saying, like, <laughs> he'd always be saying, like, man, you gotta be. What do you say? He's like, yo, like you gotta, and you gotta have your own website, man. Like, 
makebigplays.com. Like, yo, you gotta make plays, you gotta make plays like that all the time. Like, you know, he's kind of like the way he's talking, kind of hype me, trying to hype me up a little bit. And I'm just like chomping at the bit, like, yeah, yeah, like, yo, that for sure, like, that's what I gotta do. That's what I got. And I think another thing with that to piggyback on this, like, not being content, he was, it got to a point maybe at Virginia, he's like, all right, you're like, like, yo, you're the leader here. You're the, you're, you're, you've uh, established your work ethic. Everyone knows that. But man, I want to see you outwork the dude in at Oregon, at Texas, at Ohio State, like at Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, I'm in Charlottesville. What you mean? Like, I don't know what they're doing out in in Washington. He's like, man, exactly. Like, yo, that should scare you even more. The fact that you don't even know what they're doing. Like, man, you gotta you gotta outwork. Like, he's gonna he's gonna outwork like a imaginary ghost. <laughs> You know, so that, that just, like, really kept me just always kind of hungry. And, um, yeah, man. And, and then so what was the, my bad, the second half of the question was just, like, did, after that, did I think? Yeah, so after that moment, right, after you made that big catch, was your mindset on being a professional football player? Was that what did it for you? Mm-hmm. Um, was my mindset on being a professional football player after that? But I never really thought. I never really thought about NFL like that. Um, I always just thought, I don't know, in a, in a different way. I kind of just thought like, dang, like the same thing, same thing like going to uh, high school to Virginia, like, damn, like, can I do that? Like, is that possible for me to do? Like, would someone really sign me? Like, is that even a, you think that would happen? Like, I, I probably would still probably even ask Coach Higgins that even after that camp. Maybe after that catch or leading up to that catch. But I think after I'm like, I think it was just that, that mindset, man, of like, okay, you're in the right direction. Like, now keep going. If you stop, then you're not going to do it. you got to keep going because everyone else is going. Everyone else is, is foot on the gas, full throttle. So uh, that was my mindset of just like, if you, I wanted to make it there. I wanted to make it to that level. Um, but the mindset was like, man, you can't be comfortable, man. Like, if you do, it's not going to happen. High school, you're the man. College, you show up, not the man. But then, halfway through it, you become the man, right? Big man on campus, right? The face of the program. Then you go to the NFL to where you're basically back to, you know, not being the guy, right? You're on a team with grown men who've been in the league eight, nine, ten years. You're playing with Eli Manning, you know, throwing you the ball. Or you're in you're in uh, Pittsburgh and, and Antonio Brown is there and Ben Roethlisberger is there. Talk about the transition from, again, you know, UVA started doing well, but then now you're kind of back, at, you know, in a position to where you have to keep proving yourself. Yeah, man. I think, uh, like, even that timeline, that timeline that you just said, that was three, that was two separate occasions of, and honestly, three, bro, because I went to a public school, then went to this prep school. Everyone's like, bro, why are you going there? You're not gonna play this. They face, they face college, they face colleges. Right. Dang, become the guy. UVA the guy. So you know, so it's like kind of, oh, yeah, prep school the guy, UVA the guy. You know, I'm just trying to figure it out even more. And um, it's a uh, damn. NFL was. It's once again like you're a freshman, bro. You're you're a freshman, and no one gives a. Like bro, no one like no one cares. Like I was like, yo, no one cares because we got, you know, we got like you said, all, all the big names you just said, and 
I think from a NFL standpoint, there's almost like levels. I'll say like there's let's say there's like uh, four levels. Level one is if you get drafted in the first round to third round. Okay. Like Coach Tom would say, like when the rookies come in, like yo, everyone's battling for a spot, like for like eight spots on the roster. But the first rounder to you know first rounder, second round, third rounder, it's like yo, they made the team. They right? got their spot. Like, yeah, they, they're you know, paid. <laughs> yeah, they're paid, bro. We we invested in these in these people in these kids. And these men, um, the fourth, the seventh round, he's like, yo, don't get it twisted. This is we drafted y'all. You guys can get cut. You can get cut. They, by the year before I got to the Steelers, they cut the fourth rounder. I'm like, dang, can you imagine that? Like on draft day, he's being drafted in the fourth round, and then two months later, get he gets released. He's like, hey, I thought you, I thought y'all loved me. Um, the next tier, I would say, is undrafted free agent. Like right after the draft, they sign you. Uh, like, you know, they call you, hey, look, you know, we don't have no more draft spots, but we want to sign you. Okay, bet. Let's go. The next, the next uh, tier is probably a tryout guy. Like, someone comes, you, you get a tryout opportunity to try out, like, during rookie minicamp. Um, and I was an undrafted guy. So, I'm, out of those four, I'm the third of, of three of the four. Okay. And I think that just shows almost how much we are, like, invested in you and, like, how much we care about you. Um, I think, if anything, man, you walk around, you get into a facility, and you're seeing dudes, bro, I, this dude, Ben, uh, ben Roethlisberger, won a Super Bowl when I was in, like, the sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now I'm still in the had a bed, Still had a curfew in the bedtime in sixth grade. He's won a Super Bowl. Like, you was, was getting whooped if he was in the bed by right. 9 o'clock type joint. And, um, you know, it's like, so now to be in the facility with a guy like him, you know, a guy like James Harrison, it's like, dang, you get that feeling again of, yo, am I am I capable of doing this, bro? Like, like am I am I enough? Like, can I do this? Like, bro, it's, you know, for some people, like it could be like, dang, I'm playing with dudes that were on my wall as a kid. Um, I didn't have them on the wall, but like that's you know that type of analogy. And I think the same deal of man, you go out to practice, you make a play, and you say, damn, now nah, I do belong. Like they, because they brought me here, like trial guy or not, they could have called anybody. They called me, so I'm here for a reason. Um, I think having that mentality is like probably what keeps people around. But it's that it's that same type of situation, man. Of like, damn, like you know, like just like that belief in yourself. And they take a shot on you. You should definitely believe in yourself. Like, don't. It's not a coincidence. Like, definitely don't think it's. They just you know they did a favor or right. none, none of that. Stuff. This is this is business. This is big business. So. Um, so yeah, just like it was that mentality of just like that belief in, in myself. So then talk about like your transition from, cause like a lot of athletes, you know, their sport is like all that they know. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of guys throughout the, I mean, my brother, right? You know, my brother, my brother played, yep. Yep. you know, high school football, college football, went to the league, went to the CFL. And, you know, when he stopped playing, I think he had like a little period of time where it's well, like, what am I doing? Like what's like football is all I know. When yeah. you were transitioning out of the league, kind of where where were you at just from a headspace position, and, and how did you you know how did you kind of take care of yourself in a way that you know your life's not over because football isn't over, but yeah. football has been the biggest part of your life for you know what was it twenty you know twenty two twenty three years of it. Right, man. Um, man, shout out your brother. Shout out your brother, man. 
I, I think on, on the on the Giants, you know, we got big name guys, you know, Eli, Odell, Beck, Odell Beckham, you know, Sterling Shepard, um, Jason Pierre Paul, all these dudes, man. And, you know, he's the um I think he's still he's still uh you know covering media over there, working the media yep. over there. Um but he always showed me love, bro. You know, I'm almost a guy trying to stay in the building. I'm just a, I'm a practice squad guy. And, you know, he always showed me love, always took the time to, to show me love. And I remember we had a conversation about him actually finish, finishing up football um, when he was actually in the CFL. We had a long talk, and he was just kind of giving me game of uh, just doing things like you enjoy, bro. I, I, I hit him up after. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into this later, but um, before I produced my film and wrote my film, because he told me just about, like, just like doing things you enjoy, man, and going for it. And I, I think he was in camp in the CFL and had, he was doing like stuff on YouTube and a news, uh, a news station. Reached out to him and reached out to him and he, he, he jumped on it, man. So um, just big love to him, man, because that was inspirational for me. I, I know for sure. Just like those, you know, sometimes those, uh, those 10 minute talks in the, in the hallway uh, can change someone's life for real. Um, but just going back to that transition of football, yeah, man, man, that was, that was no joke, bro. I'll say that. That was no joke. That was, there's like a lot of different things that, that pop up. Like identity is one, like you said, you're doing something for so long. You're doing something for so long and it's like, damn, man, this must be who I am. And like at, at Virginia, I'm on the side of a, the stadium, my whole picture, my face. I must be a football football player, gladiator type person. And Coach Tom would always preach, bro, like, hey man, like yo, football is is not who we are, bro. It's just what we do. Like, this is only and like yo, this is an opportunity. Only some people are gonna make a career out of this and play 20 years, 25 years, like great. That's that's few and far between, bro. Right. Like that's <laughs> Like that's very rare, and he would always be, he would always emphasize that, how, like, yo, this is an opportunity, so just gotta maximize it, and, um, yeah, that transition was, was tough for me, bro, like, from a mental standpoint, and um, just kind of question a lot of, like, what's next, because for so long, as a football player, if you play in the NFL from high school, probably, like, sophomore year or junior year, or if not, maybe you were nice at Pop Warner, everyone knew you was the truth, right. you tell he was going to the league from you was nine years old, <laughs> it's like, damn, like, Everything has been mapped out. Okay, I'm in. I go to. I'm in high school. I'm a man. Now college coaches are coming to recruit me. I'm going to college. I go to college, ball out, do my thing. Now scouts are coming to recruit me. All right, I'm a guy. Now I get drafted. Or I get signed. Now I'm in the NFL. Okay, boom. I'm I'm the man again. Now I'm trying to make the team. I'm trying to become a starter. I'm trying to be a Pro Bowler. Trying to sign a second contract. But then when that ends, it's like, okay, now what do I do? Now where do I go? Now even like, who am I? So I think that's a big thing, bro, of of uh, just that next step, man, and trying to figure that out. And another thing, back on the Giants, um, I got really close with uh, David Tyree, I'm mm -hmm. the assistant wide receivers coach and the player um, director of player development. And he, uh, you know, he let me know that there was this program that the NFL has called the Bridge to Success for guys transitioning out of the league. Man, it's like a three-day conference. They fly you down to um, Disney, 
and you, you know, they're just like meeting, you're just like kind of meet. It's like conference all every day, every day, all day, man. And that really helped, man. Like that was a conference I didn't know I needed to go to. <laughs> like it was former NFL guys, it was Hall of Famers there, like talking and man, I remember they asked somebody, yo, John, yo, how many years did you play? 13. 13, yeah, I'm like 13 years. Damn, that's that's wild. How many Super Bowls did you win? One three. Damn, like with the Raiders, like maybe or two with the Raiders right. back in the day. I'm like, damn, that's what's up. So, man, you finish on good terms? Nope. Were you mad when you finished? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo, you wish you could have done more? Yep. Like, man, they uh, they could have signed you for one more year, two more years? Yep. It's like, damn, like, it's almost like, like it's almost like it was a situation of, bro, you're not even going to leave this game happy, bro. Like, you're not even going to leave the game on your own terms. Right. Like, it's going to be ended for you a little bit. I mean, there's only going to be a few players where they're going to have the GM on the right on the right side and the head coach on the left side and the owners at the podium saying, thank you so much for your play and right. your service and we appreciate you. You know, so, yeah, stepping into that new world is is uh, can be scary. And it was it was tough for me. I just tried to uh, take the time off that I needed, like, in the between working, between NFL and working, so... Um, yeah. Well, let's let's jump into now. So you said you're doing corporate. Like, what, like what, what's like your what's like your day job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm an account manager uh, for a tech startup okay. uh, called Brighton Trails. Um, it's in the uh, in infrastructure blockchain space, and like, bro, even like these words, like I never knew these words before. Honestly, bro, like before this, my first job out of sale out out of uh football I was doing sales I was doing uh, recruiting and um wasn't what I wanted to do and that's I think that's why it was very tough but I was like damn how can I pivot how can I pivot to do something I want to do like all right what do I like in this sales role okay I like dealing with people like building relationships okay man maybe I can just like manage um manage accounts and uh, deal with customers and make them a long-term customer okay so now I started I was like okay let me search for that position and once I found that um, that got me to this role, and then now we actually just got acquired um, like two, three weeks ago uh, by this company called Coinbase. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I know Coinbase. You know Coinbase? Yeah. Are you familiar with like the? Are you in the crypto? Are you in crypto? I, I'm not in it. You know, I don't, I don't have much in my bank account right now to even begin with, so <laughs> I'm not in the crypto. But now I'm, I'm familiar hey, with Coinbase. Good. All good, all good, man. So, so now I'm working, working with Coinbase. Um, Starting, uh, yeah, started last with the transition, like with uh, being acquired. So I think it's just another, uh, honestly, man, I, the more I realize, it's just like another, uh, I don't know, like a, damn, like, can I like, can I do this? Is this possible? Like, I think Coinbase's valuation is like, they said bigger than Facebook's at this point, like $100 billion valuation. I'm kind of like, kind of waking up doing the job. I started in January. I'm like, dang, how did this even happen? I like, like, bro, like, bro, what, like, bro, what? I just like showed up at one of the potentially one of the biggest uh, tech companies, if not, you know, definitely the biggest company in the space, um, like in history. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, this is kind of wild. But like, also, like, dang, I wrote it down. I wrote it what I wanted to do. I wrote it the position I wanted, and it just, it was all just working out. So, well, congrats on that. I mean, that's that's huge. Like, 
and it's it's awesome we kind of celebrate that right now with like with you because you know it just it just happened so you know that's that's definitely that. awesome so you work for Coinbase and mm. you write films how like where where did, where does that come like how does that come into play? Yeah, bro. Damn the films. Yeah, um, the films. So yeah, write films. I wrote wrote and directed my first film that dropped February sixth um, last month. Um, bro, I always love films. I always love I love stories that I can relate to. I love films I can relate to. I remember being in Pittsburgh, and I'm watching. It's like during preseason, and I'm watching uh, the show Ballers. You know this show? Yep. And one of the writers for the show is Rashard Mendenhall, who used to play running back for the Steelers. I'm like, damn, this dude is a writer? Like, I'm like, yo, is that even possible for me to like be a writer? Then I'm like, nah, man, I'm tripping, bro. I'm a writer. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, like, bro, I'm, I'm, I, bro, I play football. I'm telling myself, I play football. Like, y'all know, I'm like subconsciously putting a box on myself of like what I can and can't do. I go to Coach Tomlin, yo, what was this Rashad Mendenhall guy like? Bro, real creative, always doing, you know, you know, he would like bring his vinyls to uh in his records to preseason where I would be listening. And I'm like, damn, that's fire. And uh, but I kind of didn't think anything of it. I, the job I was working before, I worked there for like a year and a half. I would take the train like every day. And I would just be writing on the train, bro. Just writing stories like the pass of time. It was like an hour and a half commute, like to and from work, bro. It was a lot. Wow. And I would just spend time just writing, writing different, writing different stories. Um, any story that popped up in my mind, I would write it. Anything, any situation that, that happened, like I would just write, like create a different, create like a, a just great stories, man. And I was like, damn, this one is fun. I like doing this. <laughs> and then I kind of, I started reaching out to a lot of different people. Um, are you familiar with the show All American? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's on uh, on Netflix. Netflix, and, right? Um, the dude who um, the story's about his name is Spencer Pacinger, and he was actually speaking at UVA. And I was like, damn, you know, this was speaking at UVA. I wonder if I reach out to him and ask, you know, you know, not not, not no fanboy type stuff, but literally just like, hey man, you love what you're doing with the show. He also played for the Giants. So, you know, I'm dropping the, you know, once a giant, always a giant. Yeah, you gotta put that in there. You gotta yeah, sprinkle you know, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sprinkle that on there. Hey, you gotta use it, you know. And um, I'm like, you know, you know, keeping your thing, man. Any advice you would give on, you know, for someone that's trying to get into into film? And he got back to me. He's like, yo, read this book, do this, uh, you know, listen to this podcast, and, and, and check this link out. I'm like, oh damn, that's what's up. I started, you know, I read the book. I read the other book. I listened to the podcast. Damn, now I'm reaching out to these people on the podcast and, and the book. I'm reaching out to the authors. And then I went down this crazy wormhole of film and directing. And I just, uh, I think that, like, the underlying message was, like, bro, like, just go create something, man, and have fun with it. And have fun with it, man. And that, that's that's what really gave me the, the motive to just be like, yeah, man, like, let me just reach out to people and, or like around me, around my area, see if they can. I have these scripts. I, like, bro, I legit had scripts. <laughs> like, like, bro, I had scripts just like written, just written. And uh, I brought them to a production company, small production, small production company out here, um, Pure Dice Films. And I asked, like, yo, can we bring these films to life? And they said, yeah, let's do it. So that's kind of my, um, how I got into, into, into film and, and writing and everything. 
That's that's a crazy story. Um, that's awesome that you just hit you were able to hit up people, right? Uh, I think a lot of times in life it's just a matter of like who you know and also just like getting lucky, honestly. Like you saw the guy from All American was speaking at UVA and he played for the Giants. You went to UVA and played for the Giants as well. No, it's a no brainer that he he's gonna pick up your phone call, right, or answer your text or, or reply back to your email. So that's that's awesome, just having the, the opportunity to to be in, in that position. Because I'm sure, you know, when you woke up that morning, you had no idea that, like, your day or your life was going to change because of who this guy was speaking at UVA. No, bro, no idea. No idea, man. I just know that. And, bro, at the time, he has the number one show on Netflix, bro. Hey, oh, my God, this is what, he doesn't have time for me. Right. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, dang, maybe. It's a long shot. I've already seen some other things happen that I didn't think was going to happen. Like, damn, might as well go for this, too. You know, so, yeah, I, I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't know that at all. That was going to happen. You're exactly right. So you saw a lot of ups and downs throughout your football career, and, and it seems like you've learned a lot, right? It seems like you've taken a lot away from it. So now that you're starting off in film, we're like, you're brand new, right? You just dropped your film a month ago. What principles did you learn in, in what principles are you taking with you as you embark on this film career that you learned, you know, throughout your career playing football? Yeah, man. Um, I think it's what I, you know, what I've been saying of just like that belief in yourself. I think that's, that's so, that's monumental, man, of um, just having that belief and, um, yeah, man, just like that, just that, that you're plenty capable and that, and that like it's, it's already inside you, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's there, you know, and if you can, um, you know, just believe in yourself and make it happen, then like legit anything is possible. I, I think uh, I think it's kind of like even scary to say those words out loud sometimes because like people might be like, man, that, that sounds wild. But I, I've already, I think that was like the biggest thing. I'm just like a couple of things. I've already seen it. I've already seen um, these big jumps of like, damn, whoa, like the one-handed catch. Damn, that's wild, man. This, this dude came from ninth receiver to captain of the team. Um, you know, so I think just seeing it, seeing those things uh, transpire in football, you know, definitely helped me in, in, uh, in you know, in film and where I think it, you know, could go and. Um, also what I wanted to say on that was, um, dang, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah. Also the mindset of like, so before I dropped this film, it was like, I don't know, like I, I, I already won. And when I dropped the film, like I already won, like I didn't really need any validation really. Like, but it was good to hear that like people like the story and people like the film. Um, but the fact that I really, it's like, you know, I, I took the time to write these things down and what I want to accomplish in the film and the goals and who I wanted to reach out to and actually did it. It's like, man, I like, and also like, it was pretty interesting writing like the words and the film, like the script, these people really took the, the actors really took the time out to, I had these ideas in my, in my mind, I put them on paper and they were, and they memorized them. Um, like, I think, damn, like, that's just, I don't know, man. That's pretty inspiring to me. So um, I think that that's also what I learned in sports as well. It would really never be enough. That's something, you know, it would never be enough. Um, NFL, like I say, yeah, I was, I was all ACC. I was a captain. 
Yeah, but at Virginia though. Yeah, but but in the, in the ACC though. Yeah, not not at Clemson though. Damn, but I was kind of I was kind of nice a little bit, you know. <laughs> but yeah, but like you weren't uh you weren't um Sammy Watkins though. Damn, shoot, bro. But I made mean, the NFL. Yeah, bro. But you're not you're not uh AB though. Dang, bro. But like I was with AB, but like yeah, but you're not. Yeah, bro. You know, like okay, we'll go on and on, bro. So just like being proud of yourself, like writing things down, accomplishing it. I used to be so hung up on trying to prove everyone wrong and prove people wrong and prove the doubters wrong and the haters wrong and I'm gonna show them. It will never be enough, bro. You're gonna drive yourself crazy. Like, man, you wanna make yourself proud, make your circle proud that really believes in you, make your people proud. Um, but like really like make make your make you proud, man. And I think uh, just bring that mindset to this next endeavor uh, from uh, corporate to film to whatever I do is huge. That's awesome. Well, I, I, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to jump on. Like, the conversations like these are why I'm doing this, right? Talking to people who have done good things, right? Who who, who kind of have the formula, but are still on their way. So I, I, I'm, I'm able to, like, absorb from you and kind of soak in, like, our conversation because, you know, it's nice to hear about, like, achieving things, right? Everyone wants to achieve things. Everyone wants to do well and succeed. And it's hard sometimes, right? It's not the easiest thing in the world, but... It's awesome just, you know, listening to you. I've always like, looked up to you in terms of, you know, I was a little braided hair kid running around the locker room. <laughs> you know, we would always kick it at JPJ when uh, you let me yeah, sit yeah, next yeah. year at the lunch table and like stuff like that. But, but nah, it's just awesome to like see you doing well. And, you know, it's very, very, very motivating to see what you're doing. Like, it's, it's just awesome. Like, it's great to see you. Absolutely, bro. I, I appreciate those words, man. And um, like you said, bro, we go way back man to i think first time i met you you was in, in middle school bro yep. so definitely know on my side of things i'm proud of you um you know you're a great person great character i know you come from a great family man so it's not it's not really uh surprising it, you know it's, it's really sure. um, standard <laughs> honestly you know so i hope you just um keep up the good work man and you know i love what you guys are doing over here um that's how it, that, that's this how it starts, man. Like, yo, the first step to showing up is first step to being great is showing up. Showing up. And just taking that step. And I think a lot of people, um, like even all the achievements I was writing down, bro, and that I write down, it's not really so much about like the result, really. It's it's about the progress and like the the behavior, like almost like the behavior it takes to like progress towards you know, what I want to do. So um I just challenge you to just keep it up, man, and just keep progressing, man. Just, you know, one one day, one day at a time, 1% at a time, just keep doing your thing, man, and know that it's nothing but love on my end, man, and proud of you, brother.